Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 22 of the Next Dimension Podcast. Your podcast that's all about VR and AR and mixed reality and all this good stuff. Here with me, Steve, VR Flight Sim Guy. It's so great to have you back. How are you doing? Oh, it's been fantastic to uh, be back on the channel again. It's great. And uh, yeah, looking forward to the discussion t tonight, really. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, me too. Fantastic. Great to have you back. And also here with us, of course, Gary. Gary walked in from Immersed Robot. Gary, how are you doing? Very good. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's been a while since there was a show, and yeah, a lot, I've, been, yeah, I've, I've missed it. I've, I missed talk, talking about VR in person. And in fact, I'll, I'll talk about something uh, when I get to my week and stuff like that, where it was good to talk to people about VR in person as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's always it's always nice, isn't it, just to have this kind of discussion about stuff in general anyway, especially in a topic that you're interested in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So now we can finally talk about our favorite hobby and pastime, and for me, even work again. Yes, fantastic. Yeah, also... <laughs> I'm here also on the show. My name is Sebastian Ang. I'm the founder of MRTV and the host of the Next Dimension podcast. And I'm also doing great. I'm happy to be back after yeah quite uh, some time. I was on vacation in the, in the south of France, which was absolutely incredible. Yeah, just one thing happened that was not so incredible. You've probably seen it on my channel. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about this in a moment as well again. Um, yeah. But I'm now getting back into the working flow and therefore also here we are back with the Next Dimension podcast. Super happy to be back and great to have all the people back who are watching this live right now. Hi there. For all of you who have never watched the show or who have never listened to this show, this is a show that's all about, well, VR and AR and all these amazing technologies. It is live every Sunday, 9 p.m. Berlin, 8 p.m. London, noon in San Francisco, and 3 p.m. in New York City. And you can listen to this as an audio podcast as well on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Alexa, and everywhere where you can find podcasts. Yes, and if you have missed us if you enjoy this podcast and if you have actually not yet given us this precious five-star review on iTunes, then now is the perfect time. Get out your iPad or iPhone, find the podcast app and absolutely find the Next Dimension podcast and give us a five-star review. This is the best way to support the podcast next to sending us like coins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was just a joke. Gary can just I'm give it a, a slight smile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can uh, absolutely, totally, uh, totally um, give us a five-star review. That would be incredible. Yeah. So do that if you enjoy our podcast, and that would be fantastic. Today, 
we are going to talk a lot actually about Meta, about the Cambria. We have lots of catching up to do. Like for example, we're going to talk about the price of the Cambria. We found out that it's actually going to be much more expensive than we had hoped for. And I believe we did have a show where we kind of guessed the price and we were all wrong. It's going to be much more expensive. Yeah, we're also going to talk about uh, the new reveal videos that they showed us about the Cambria, where Mark Zuckerberg is donning the device like a pixelated device. So, yeah, I hope the device is not going to be pixelated when we have it in our hands. <laughs> okay, the jokes are not getting better today. <laughs> I have the feeling. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're going to have a look at this, these videos and we're going to try to, yeah, see what we can learn about um, the device then. Right. Also, I will let you know some, some interesting new things about the Pico Neo 3 Link. That is going to launch. I, I know. I always say launch, but it's launch, right? Somebody, launch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, somebody right, wrote, yeah. Somebody wrote it to me <clears throat> under my videos. Oh, Sebastian, your English is great, but it's launch. <laughs> Don't say launch. I yeah, think it's okay. because your English is so good that, <laughs> just, that you notice yeah. that one word more. But, yeah, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm I totally quite like the way you say it, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it's the the German thing because au in German is au. So I said, yeah, yeah. yeah, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. He also talks like me. Yeah. So how would you I, pronounce this then? Like uh, <laughs> Orbica, because that's AU. What? How would you pronounce that? Yeah. Albica. Albica. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, but anyways, if if any of you will find some uh, <coughs> some problems with my English, I'm I'm really happy if you can correct me. Like especially, especially grammatically. Like I think I will always keep those German lounge things, right? But grammatically, if I do grammatical errors, please do let me know. I w I would like to improve my my English. Yeah, Lars. Exactly. This car. That's a good example. <laughs> this car. Is German, obviously, right? And it's you. You have to say Audi. Audi. Of course, we say yeah. Yeah. You say we say Audi. Yeah. Okay, we don't okay. say Audi. Okay. Yeah. 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 You see. You see. <laughs> Stop saying that from right. now on. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing it absolutely right there. Nice Audi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so the Pico Neo Three Link is going to launch <laughs> in <laughs> in in twenty um, fourth of May, and well, let's we're going to talk about this also very soon in the show i will i will let you know some stuff anyways before we get into the topics let's talk about yeah our last weeks what did we do in virtual reality and why don't we start with steve oh me first <laughs> um, yeah. well i haven't been on the show for a while but i'll just mention a few choice things because a lot has happened since well you know my last appearance on the show which is I think 1984 something wasn't it i can't remember but it seems like ages ago um but yeah i'll just mention a couple of really cool things uh without boring people too much um i think the first thing is eye tracking with the via aero is now supported in microsoft flight simulator via oh, the open xr toolkit goodness yeah and I, this is kind of the holy grail 
in terms of what we all want for VR, isn't it? Really, you know, let's try it. Eye tracking uh, with dynamic foveated rendering. <laughs> so um, it's not it's not as great as you're probably hoping it would be. Um, but to be honest, this is early stages. And the developer, the dude who uh, is doing this all off his own back, is doing a fantastic job uh, of getting this out there. And it is, you know, it's making a difference to frame rate, of course. Um, and it's amazing just to see it in action, you know. Um, and you can mess around with the ring size of what you can see sort of in, in the sort of uh, the peripheral, but also right. in the center. And you can almost, it's amazing how well it works because you never really notice that graininess of where the... Uh, you know the quality gets worse unless you really pinpoint it really really small and then you can kind of look around with your eyes and it just yeah even like darting from left and right i've never tried this if it's a new thing for me uh to see that in a really high-end application of real intensive like flight sim where it needs it the most and yeah i'm getting upwards of you know it's not amazing frame rate but i'm getting about about 60 frames per second at times uh yeah, but that's pretty good right in, in, a, in a sim with that high resolution it's it's incredible i actually think about 60 frames per second you don't even need motion reprojection for flying at that point I, I think it's good enough it's smooth enough at that point um so yeah really cool really uh and that's kind of filtered in as well to dcs uh, i've also done a um a video i'm doing more dcs stuff now because i've noticed my subscribers are calling out for it so i'm i'm, I'm listening to you and i'm going to do more dcs stuff uh, and i tried the hp reva g2 with this thing called open composite which allows sort of the um uh the bypass of steam vr completely so you you're using open xr as the, as the runtime um i don't quite I mean, i'm not the, the man to understand it correctly but i did try it out uh and in dcs again the performance is incredible because all we do all i'm using now is the windows mixed reality portal and dcs without steam vr in the way which makes a huge difference to frame rate so yeah, kind of geeky stuff, really. But <laughs> um, I remember, I remember people talking about that open composite with um, Oculus stuff back in the early days yeah, as well. It works, because yeah. yeah, it really benefits some certain Oculus games. I think with with things like um, Skyrim and stuff like that, you can get a lot of benefit by using open composite. I've I've not really dived into that, but I, I think. Um, I, I have used it, but I've not used it like extensively to really test how much it increases performance. But I've heard from so many people that it, it makes a big difference. Yeah, it's it's incredibly clever, really. Um, and I love how this is being sort of supported by someone who works for Microsoft, but he's doing this off his own back, which is quite incredible. It just shows you the passion he's got. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think an army of flight simmers have just taken him in, like, you know, come <laughs> in, please sit down. We'll pour you a drink and stay for a while. <laughs> You're doing amazing things for the flight sim community. So, yeah, it's superb. And that actually tied in with the next thing that I've been doing. I've been uh, very uh, lucky to have a loan, I will say loan computer. Uh, I've been borrowing a computer off a brand, a, a company called Stormforce, with no obligation to do anything with it, really, other than test it out. But, you know, they want me and, to do And say the name a couple of times on the podcast. No, no, not at all. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's no, okay. No, honestly, Stormforce. No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about this incredible computer. No, no I'm serious, Seb. Honestly, in this case, <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. getting zero. I'm just kidding, man. In fact, actually, I bought a Stormforce computer for yeah. four and a half grand yeah. about a year and a half ago, not even knowing who they were or anything. 
Right. Uh, Did you buy it with uh, with code VR Flight Sim Guy? <laughs> There's no code. <laughs> There is no codes for this, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's got a, yeah. because I think I saw your post on this, Steve. Actually, on the on YouTube, because it's got like a twelve. What is it? Twelve. It, it's 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 powered by the moon. Literally, no. Or it's yeah, it's got really. It's got the highest spec. 12900K or something like that, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 12900K running a 3090 Ti. In fact, I'm using yeah. this computer now to do the recording, this thing, wow. so it should look really good now. But uh, <laughs> so I did try. I also want a 3090. <laughs> Can you put me in touch with these Stormforce people? In all seriousness, Seb, I yeah, probably could. I mean it. No, no, yeah. no, I mean, I mean, I mean it, it, actually. I totally I, mean it too. I think you could actually have this very computer, but just, just uh, you know, they'll probably ship it to you for a few weeks, and then you can you can show it off because that'd yeah, be great. But um, the because... things that being sent to the MITV headquarter, they never return. It's like a black hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's <laughs> well, I must tell them already. Yeah, <laughs> I've got my Pimax 8KX still, and I'm waiting I, for the email to send it back. I'm oh, not going to yeah. send it back till they till yeah, they ask for it. But yeah, 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 just they're quite forgetful Pimax sometimes. Yeah. but I've still got their saw controllers. I was supposed to send them back ages ago, but I still got them. But yeah, I think but yeah. Even so them, they themselves don't want them. <laughs> no, <laughs> Sam, no. Actually, to be fair, I'm not. I'm not today. Great. It seems. It does. Yeah. My <laughs> review, my review of the saw controllers wasn't that great, actually, to be honest. Um, but I mean, you know, the trackpad in that was like, no, no one wants a trackpad. Yeah. Well, I Nobody. don't anyway. No. But, not really. So, with this lone computer, which <laughs> is the most powerful thing ever known to man, <laughs> along with Stormforce, <laughs> well, along with the OpenXR toolkit, <laughs> this is going to be a good show today. <laughs> yeah, I have a good feeling too. I did. I post. I posted a video yesterday, running DCS at 90 frames per second in VR. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and yeah. Holy that's incredible. Crap. Yeah, yeah. That is I, good. That is it's good. A, it's it? the first time I've ever experienced a flight sim of that caliber. I mean, you know, uh, a complex flight sim, not not something like uh, I can't think of any any arcade sims. But have you got have you got any plans like for Microsoft Flight Simulator? Um, to do what it can do with that. I don't know if you've yeah. already done a video on that. Or I have, not, I, I've got it. I haven't put it out yet, but I've managed to get 85 frames per second. Yeah. In, so not quite 90. I was oh, like, I was trying right. the hardest. <laughs> Annoyingly, when I wasn't recording, I got 90. But when, as soon as I put the record button on, that that's, takes at least uh, yeah, know, but, 5, 10 frames per second. Yeah, but that's okay. That's still good, though, for most people. I mean, <laughs> obviously, they're, they're, they're not going to be recording stuff anyway. So uh, that's all, all, all you want to... All you want yeah. really from that i mean that would be incredible i, I remember getting um 80 um in certain areas 80 native on my system which on, is yeah, a lot lower spec yeah yeah yes with the index of course yeah yeah this is the only thing i'm going to say actually a, a caveat to this that's not with the arrow or not with no. an ax this is nice yeah uh, i got 85 to 90 frames per second in that sim with the pimax 5k super which is a lot lower resolution uh, it's more like a rift s in terms of its um resolution but even with the um the 8kx i was getting 60 frames per second 65 and the aero managed about 70 at, at points so we're all we're getting close the only reason why i'm showcasing this is because we are getting close to that like moment of enjoying vr with real fluid frame rate which we all want we have to worry about motion reprojection and all the other stuff and setups and stuff i think in another couple of years from now we won't need to have like a bloody uh you know a training course just to 
understand how to set up a flight sim or something or yeah but it, then right. then they'll, it, they'll do an update where they increase the graphics so it's even better looking and then you're uh, yeah. back in the loop again it'll just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a very good point yeah to be fair. yeah because we're, we're always going to be on that cutting edge but uh but no it's been really good fun having this and trying all those settings and stuff and things are getting there absolutely with it so cool. yeah very cool indeed wow so many yeah so many fps with these flight sims are incredible i can just remember when i tried um <clears throat> microsoft flight simulator with the openxr toolkit for the first time with the op with the um, pimax 8kx it, it just felt incredible yeah I, I was just shocked how good that looked suddenly i mean how fluid it was because before yeah it was not so nice right but then so this openxr toolkit is incredible You've got to try it, uh, Seb, with the uh, eye tracking. It it yeah, doesn't okay. give you a massive okay. frame rate boost because you're already using fixed frame rate rendering. I thought right. it would be better than that, but I do still feel um, that's just early days, and I think it will get better, so, more refined. So basically, now it's the same like with the fixed frame rendering, but you don't see um, any more of that uh, worse resolution, right? Because it follows your eyes. always, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that should be much better then. I could see out at one point when I had the, the ring size small, I could see the fuzziness out of the corner of my eye. So as soon as you look okay. at it, it's not there because it's obviously wherever you look, it's not, <laughs> yeah, right. you're never oh, going to stare at it. So <laughs> it, it, even just to, as it's a tech demo to see where this is going, it was quite fun to uh, try is it. Is it fast enough? Uh, what, the, like, eye the, the eye tracking? Is it fast yeah. enough? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, at one point, I actually looked like that, looked at in an, like in an area, closed my eyes and looked over there on purpose okay. yeah. and it still caught caught it it still knew where they, i was is that that thing in the vario aero software as well where you can actually see your eyes and then it sort yes. of tracks your pupils right. when, when i did that that was like really i mean that was impressive just that just looking at your own eyes and as yeah. you move around the circle follows it that that quickly even um, what, yeah, even watching that's amazing, isn't it? As, as a yeah. sort of demo. It's yeah. surprising. It surprised me how, how good even that was without having any kind of uh, context behind it, how it would actually look. It was surprising how quickly that they did it. And I'm pleased to say this works as well with actual lenses. Well, I've got um, VR optician lenses on the, the Aero. I wonder whether that would interfere with it, but it's, it works absolutely fine with it. Um, and you kind of almost in the back of your mind thinking, it's tracking my eyes. It's kind of weird. But after a while, yeah. you just totally forget about it and just, you know, it's, it's amazing. Just, just quickly before we move on, on the, because um, I've got the Pimax 8KX that I'm still using at the moment. Did is there like a fix? It? Yes. I like your review. Yeah. Your review was cool. Yeah. yeah oh, thank you. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just asking um, about the flight sim, though. You know the culling issue with the Pimax 8KX on Microsoft Flight Sim? Is there a fix <laughs> for that? Yeah. There is. There, there is. is okay. It's yeah. Again, it's the same guy again. OpenXR Toolkit dude. I can't remember his oh, name. Okay. Um, but basically, he's got this uh, sort of setting in the latest OpenXR Toolkit called Pimax uh, Culling Hack. That uh, is called wow. uh, literally called incredible. Culling Hack. Switch it on, and you don't need to use parallel reprojections, which then saves your processor thirty five percent performance straight oh, away. Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. The only issue is it's not, again, quite right. You can see the culling ever so slightly on the left-hand side. Perfect on the right-hand side. But again, I think that's going to be sorted within an another couple of updates. Uh, yeah. But it's, nice. it's made the 8KX a viable headset now for even Microsoft Flight Simulator, which that was always its Achilles heel. It, it couldn't really run it very well. Mm. Now it's looking like that's going to change. So anyone who loves wide field of view, 
headsets yeah. you can it, it, it might actually be a thing now you, you know you can use them in that sim which is very cool yeah dear amazing open tool, dear open xr toolkit guy if you, if you come want, on, if you, if you ever want to come onto yeah, the show, that'd be cool. Actually, we I would could... love to have you. It would be so interesting to find out, yeah, everything about OpenXR Toolkit, the whole story. Because I'm, I'm so fascinated by this piece of free software, which helps it's... us to get more FPS. Yeah, it is amazing. For free, and these composite <laughs> files, they they they're finding their way into different sims and race sims. So before too long, there's going to be like a whole host of different. Uh, ways that, uh, more compatibility with different uh, VR games as well. Um, yeah, really cool. I think I'll just uh, I'll end because I literally I've done quite a bit, obviously. But uh, I'll just mention um, I did a four-hour session in the Quest. In fact, I've got it here; it's actually uh, charging. I did a four-hour wireless uh, flying session in this because I've got this. You probably heard of it. <laughs> it's it's actually. Uh, I'm going to pr try and pronounce it the correct way you would, Seb. Albica. <laughs> so Albica Headstrap. Albica. Oh, yeah, and they, cool. they sent and me this to review, but, you know, I could have said anything I want, really. But I really like it. It's really cool. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. uh, they have and... also sent me an email, and I've totally ignored them. Well, see, um... <laughs> I, I would have that thing in my hands now, but no. Oh, Seb, on this, nope. I, I'd like to hear what you think of this, because it's a really comfortable okay. headstrap. Okay, I'm going to answer that. Five then. hours in this thing. I've got, I've got one. I've got one up there on the shelf. I've oh. not tried it yet. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay. But, um, are slacking. Everyone. My God! This is yeah. Bad. No, I, I did. I did. Yeah. What's the battery? What What is the uh, capacity of the battery in that one? Then is it got a? Let me find out with the box. Can't remember. It must have a pretty, pretty decent capacity. Then that's that's all I'll say. Because I... five thousand milliamp. Okay. Okay. And that's and about then... yeah. So it's about the same as some of the like the. Uh, Bobo and stuff like that. I think with the uh, with one battery, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. They, there's so many of these battery straps right. that are coming out. It's getting the right one though, isn't it? That, that exactly. suits you. Because oh, I really like the Bobo VR, but then I hear all these people complaining about it, how it Why? slips forward and that kind of stuff. That's people right. don't like okay. it, how it doesn't grip properly. But mm -hmm. I, I, I don't really have like this that. At all. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I love the thing that you can just exchange the battery if you have two yes. of these batteries. This is just genius. Yeah, I had one too until it was stolen. So, oh, oh mate, God. Yeah. yeah, oh, please, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that poor Seb, poor Seb. <laughs> yes, I don't have a quest too. I have all the headsets, but I don't have a quest too. I guess you can't really review it without the quest. You've got the headset. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> God, here we go. go ahead. You, you've got to get an, you've got to get another one, Seb. You, you yeah. must buy another one or you know acquire one somehow. You know. Yeah. Uh, a GoFundMe page or something. Because one thing I have learned, actually, yeah, the Quest 2 is my guilty You and uh, Gary could like uh, put some money together for me? or <laughs> we, we could. I could. <laughs> We're not going to, though. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's okay. It's, it's fine. <laughs> GoFundMe. Oh, I, I like the idea. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Yeah, okay, cool. Anything more, Steve? Or should just we to, give it to be, Gary? Yeah, just to say this little, this little, this uh, massive cockpit behind me is the brand new aircraft I've been checking out by Just Flight. It's a study level. That's what we like to say these days. Study level airliner. Every switch, every button, every component wow. system, everything works. Works exactly like the real thing. That it has amazing, like a massive man. page manual, and I've been learning how to fly it. Uh, I've I've been flying it in VR. I've got a, a video on the channel of it because people are like, "How do you fly such a complex airliner in VR?" Actually, it's really easy. Uh, in terms of 
not well you've got to learn how to fly it but I'm, you know in terms of the manipulation of the buttons and keys and knobs and all that kind of stuff and uh, yeah having great fun with that really really cool yeah nice that is great but yeah that'll do for me i think <laughs> okay yeah gary tell us more about your last weeks what did you do in virtual reality um a lot of testing with the pimax 8kx of course is uh you can check out my review on my channel that's pretty much it for in terms of youtube um but i yeah i mean just to sum that up pretty much what i said on the last time i was on this show to be honest i really like the headset i think it's got uh, a couple of caveats which i mentioned in that video and actually i mentioned in the last time we spoke about it on this show as well but it, it's a good headset it's a premium headset and it's got the it demands the cost of that kind of headset as well so you know, uh, it's, it's expensive. It's an expensive headset. But then again, so is the Valve Index. So, um, you know, I'll, one one of the things I was going to... Go on, go on. Sorry, did somebody go to speak then? <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. No? Okay, I heard something. <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, it's um, I'm here in Dortmund and uh, my team, they won today, Borussia Dortmund, and they are just getting drunk outside. So oh, I'm getting drunk okay. inside and they're getting drunk outside and they are like, like chanting and... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, go, to, I'm going to mute myself now. Wait, go, go, go ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, just to wrap up, yeah, I think the Pimax is a good headset with caveats and it's very expensive. Um, and as I say, the, the Valve Index is expensive as well. It's, it's probably um, at this point in 2022, the Valve Index is probably more expensive than it should be at this point at this point but but it is what it is and um, but other than that the other thing the only other thing i really want to mention um is that last week i went to uh, the retro computer museum yet again i think i've probably mentioned it on this podcast at some point in the past as well um they have an event every now and again and it was just a great time uh, i met up with uh, paradise decay and his friend dazed netic who is in the uh, in the chat right now as well uh, dazed netic has a youtube channel as well so go and check that out uh, hashtag pro gamer and uh, fluke roggy of course long time vr community member as well fluke roggy who um, i've met a few times at, at, at the Retro Computer Museum. And the reason I'm mentioning that is simply because they have a lot of um, old retro VR equipment there. So they've got the Dactyl Nightmare machines. They've got the old virtuality machines um, that you can actually try out. And we've, you know, Fluke, Roger and I, we have this sort of, go, uh, this sort of annual competition where we play a little bit of Dactyl Nightmare at these events. And for the last five years or so, it's been... Uh, a draw it's ended in a draw and then this year somebody won it doesn't matter who won because it's not about who won it's about winning uh just taking part isn't it it's not about winning <laughs> and losing of course it's Such a liar. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Flute Roger beat me, blew my head off in Battle oh. Nightmare. So um, yeah, it was uh, but it was great, you know, meeting up with Paradise K, Daysnetic, uh, Flute Roger, and a few other people there as well. Um, Flute Roger's friends as well that, that I've met a few times. It's just such a great time to meet up with people in, in person as you and I did, Sebastian, and just talk about VR and just yeah. like have no that inhibitions so about it. Yeah, it was fantastic. We had a few adult beverages and we had a great time in Paris sitting in that um, cafe. Oh, I was oh, I was so good. <laughs> it was fantastic. And I think there's something to be said, like, like just talking to you here now, like online, it's great. But, but there's yeah. something about meeting up with people in person and right. just having a discussion and knowing that they like VR just as much as you do. And exactly. you don't have to like 
censor yourself in terms of like I should probably stop talking about VR now <laughs> um, because they like it as much. Exactly. It's, I've never uh, had that experience, but I'm looking forward to having that. Well, yeah, we, we're going day. to have it, so we're going to have yeah. it. Yeah, we should For have sure. it. And also, Steve, they've got, I think, Retro Computer Museum, they've got an event in Leicester. We're not too far from you. Next yeah, time they have far. an event, you ought to come down. And, I uh, definitely will. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me know and I'll, uh, I'll be there. That, yeah, that, I will do. Yeah. How far away are you two guys from each other? Uh, it's probably about 70 miles, something like that. Yeah. It's not too Pro far. Yeah. What does it mean in uh, kilometers? Oh, uh, about, say, 100 <laughs> kilometers, something like that. It's not far. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to. It's weird, isn't it? Uh, we've got Imperial and uh, Metric yeah. over here in the UK, and then everybody else okay. has got their proper things. Um, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, we um, yeah had a great time there. And retro VR is just worth trying. If you get anybody gets the opportunity to try one of these old virtuality machines, I do encourage people to to do it. Um, but it was uh, it's not like a fantastic experience, of course not. Like in twenty twenty two, playing these things in 90, from nineteen ninety one. But it's uh, it's still fun if you're there with the right people. So um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Honestly, not not too much else to report. Are no. you going to make a video of that one, um, Gary? Or no? So I, I did make a video of the last time I went. Um, yeah, I've, I've watched that. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I think I covered pretty much everything in that video anyway. Um, but but Paradise Decay did make a video on his channel uh, oh, about cool. that visit as well, so you can check that out. I need um, to subscribe to him actually. I still haven't, so I'm going to do it now. I always forget, so I'm going to do it right now. Great. Yeah, yeah. He's um, great yeah, guy. I mean, absolutely fantastic it's always good and one of the things i want to mention i've never i've never met anybody from the vr community in real life that i've ever had any dislike for or any issues with whatsoever <laughs> paradise decay is absolutely a fantastic guy he's exactly what you expect he's he's a lovely person as you would expect and uh everybody everybody i met there days netic uh they're all fantastic and we, yeah we just had a great time it was a great day It'd be cool. quite cool to have uh, Paradise DK on a podcast because I know oh, that right. even the, the, the FR Reality podcast, I think you're, you you do the admin for that one as well as and you, and you kind of on this one and you seem to be everywhere. So you you have you obviously got that incredible passion for VR and uh, you know I yeah. think that's worthy of a, an appearance. Have a good chat with you at some yeah, point. That'd be really cool. Absolutely, totally yep. agreed. Yeah, would love to do that. PD, if you're watching this, then totally. He's you're probably not here now. Said that. He's not here. Well, well, how is it possible? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds low if he isn't, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, your Pimax uh, review, Gary, was absolutely excellent. Uh, very really, nice. Really, really oh, well thank done. you. It needs to be shared everywhere, that does, because a very honest review. Um, yeah, I, I was interested to hear what you've done about with the IPD as well, because um, I don't struggle with the IPD with the 8KX, but I think that's because my my IPD is about I think it's about 65, so I'm quite yeah. lucky. However, I do find the 5K super. I always feel a little bit cross-eyed when I've tried that. I, I, I don't, you know, yeah. the, the lenses aren't quite a bit too far apart in that. I think so. They, you know, I, I, have, I, have 60, I have 64 millimeters IPD, so basically it's very um, average. But still, I can do something with the IPD offset to make it perfect for me. Yeah. And I made this video about it, how you set up the IPD offset for the Pimax. So probably have a look at that video, Steve. And yeah, just give it a try. For, for me, it made the experience even better. So I, yeah, really I really enjoy my 8KX experience now. Yeah, no, it's it's not the 8KX I have the issue with, actually. It's the 5K Super, but maybe yeah, I'll try, do you that. Can, you can It'll try the it there, too. You can yeah. try it there, too. 
But for I you, Gary, you, you, you said it was just slightly off on one eye, didn't you? So it's that... like, yeah, I, because I can tell the difference. I've got a que- I've used so many VR headsets, and I know I, I can tell when something, when the lenses are not quite right. I, I, it's like I go from the Pimax to the, to the Valve Index, and there's definitely something there. And I know it's the lenses. I know it's the lenses just being that little bit too far apart. And it's not like, and I mentioned this in the review and it's not like it's, it's, it makes it really bad or anything like that. It's just, it's just something slightly off, which I wish wasn't there. But if, if it was the only headset I had, then I probably wouldn't, wouldn't care. I wouldn't mind and it. It would be fine, but it's just something that I notice. And it's just something that is so, I feel like it's so easy to fix if they just move them lenses slightly closer. I wouldn't have this this issue, and it's the frustration mm. frustration of that really. And and that review, it was it's like seventeen minutes long, and I was going on and on in it, and I didn't even cover half the things I wanted to cover in it because there's so much to say about the Pimax Eight KX. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's I've focused on certain things in that review, but I've not covered absolutely everything, which I would have loved to. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. I've already. I've said everything. I think it's a good headset, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'll just say one more thing about it, guy, because I could talk about it for forever. But I really love the, what you said about the field of view, like how it didn't wow you when you was experiencing it, but then when you went back, you noticed yes. it wasn't there. So it's almost like it was, you know, uh, something that you immediately got used to. Yeah, because yes. we are already used to that huge field of yeah. view from our normal, from our exactly. real, real reality. Yeah. But it wasn't like you went, you know, uh, you went into the Pimax and went, oh, my God, wow. No. Like, no. I didn't feel that way either. I, th- I, um, I thought, yeah, I can definitely see more, but kind of, okay. And then you just kind of immediately get used to it, and then it's not until you go back, then you go, yeah. oh, it's more of a shock when you go back afterwards. Absolutely, yeah. You go back That's to the true. Quest 2 after, yeah. after yeah. that, and it takes a while to get back <laughs> used to it, yeah. yeah. And I remember Steve from uh, VR Roundtable, uh, Steve Bishop, I remember him saying the same thing because he had the, the Pimax – uh, first out of all of us and I was thinking yeah yeah I mean I understood what he was saying but it's when you experience it it's such a shock when you go back as well it is yeah. it yeah. is yeah definitely wow so yeah. let's hope that Pimax will get their stuff together and deliver an amazing 12k QLED experience yes yeah, right because so. well the device is like years of more research put into a headset Probably they could have, like, uh, yeah, got rid of all the problems of these first headsets they were still using. And, yeah, I'm well, I'm rooting for them. We all know that. Yeah, we want, we want that to be amazing for us VR enthusiasts. And let's hope it's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let me go into the huge, uh, into this view so that you can read my cap. <laughs> <laughs> nice right yeah so <laughs> what was i up to well yeah i was on vacation as you probably know by now by now i'm a big fan of camping i have this beautiful caravan and me and my wife like to go on these camping vacations and we went to the south of france so nice. beautiful oh my goodness it was so beautiful even like driving there was beautiful like driving through provence and I, it's it's just a very beautiful country i must say so that was fantastic but unfortunately as you probably also know if you watch this channel on the very first day in france we got yeah our um, car got smashed in by somebody who robbed things out of it or who stole things out of it we were like parking the car 
in Lyon and then uh, they took things out of the car which kind of sucked <laughs> to experience something like this obviously and then directly on the first day of our vacation so yeah that really that really sucked <clears throat> unfortunately I had the Quest 2 <laughs> with me in that uh, car. Man. That is so stupid, right? Because I thought like, wow, probably I could also make some content for, for MRTV on the channel, uh, for the channel. But then, yeah, anyways, I wouldn't have done it, but then I couldn't do it because they stole my Quest 2 and now I don't have a Quest 2. And I made this video and I also came to the conclusion and told the world that, well, I do miss my Quest 2, even though you know, I'm very skeptical and yeah, I do criticize Meta a lot for the privacy issues, for the, f for the forced Facebook login. But I must also give them credit where credit is due. And uh, well, we've all done it already in the, here on the channel and on, uh, on the podcast. They did build a great ecosystem with amazing games and also with exclusives that you cannot play when you don't have the Quest 2. <laughs> Obviously, right? <laughs> Yeah, so even though I have all the other headsets on the planet, I do miss the Quest 2. Yes. And uh, yeah, so I think I do need a new one. <laughs> I, really, I really do miss it. And I must say, after I posted that video about the Quest 2 uh, being stolen, wow, I got probably the, the, the most wonderful uh, message on Twitter by a very dear member of the XR industry. And you know who you are. Thank you, that was so amazing. And he told me, Sebastian, when you come to the States, you can have, you can have mine. You can have, I have one here. I have one here, I, I give it to you for free. No strings That's attached. Yeah, so wow, thank you so much. That is <coughs> so amazing. So yeah, you know who you are. So wow, this this community and this industry is amazing. It's fantastic. But I did already tell my family I would like to have one for my birthday, which is on twentieth of May. So <laughs> having two or, or more, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, so, sent them everywhere. <laughs> so I yeah, I, I think they're going to. I think they bought me one. My family already. So I'm not going to get the second one. So he can give it to somebody else. But yeah, thank you. You know who you are, and yeah, amazing. And I'm looking forward to meet you at um, Augmented World Expo. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, my my uh, my vacation was really really good, and yeah, now I'm back, <laughs> and now I'm getting back into the groove of things, getting back into working. Glad to be back here on the channel, and um, yeah, that is really good. What else happened? Well, I am going to go to the United States of America. I'm going to go west to Augmented World Expo, and that is really good news because MRTV is official media partner of Augmented World Expo, and that is really, that's amazing. That is so cool. So I'm going to be in Santa Clara, in Silicon Valley, and as you know how I love to do it, I'm going to cover Augmented World Expo for you just as if you were there. You know, I, I was at CES and I did the same thing. I like to do these live videos where I walk the floor. I simply go to every booth and I just talk to everyone and it's live. And I'm, I'm going to make plenty of videos as well from the booth. And I will simply make you guys feel just as if you were 
at Augmented World Expo 2022 in Santa Clara. Yeah, so that's that's something I'm absolutely looking forward to. So this is going to happen in June, and I know that some great people are going to be there that I'm looking forward to meet, and I believe it's going to be amazing. Augmented World Expo is like one of the best shows for XR. Lots of hardware there, lots of XR for business there. All the big players that yeah that we're looking forward to for new um, VR hardware is going to be there, or Meta is also going to be there. And I believe this is going to be a great show. And also, this is going to be my first show after that whole pandemic. So That's wow. true, yeah. yeah. This is this is going to be great. Like I really I love to go on these expos to to really go and meet people. And just like just like what Gary said before, it just feels different to meet people in person. You know, I love what we're doing here. It's we, we can exchange our thoughts and, and we have we have we have great conversations every week. But to really meet people for the first time and to be able to try something out, like, for example, I'm looking forward to try out the Tilt 5. Yes. From yeah. Jerry Ellsworth, you know, this this kind of augmented reality board where you have this um, this stick that looks like a, like a lighter, like a barbecue lighter. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you have some kind of uh, 3D vision and wow, I'm so looking forward to try that out for the first time. And I am going to try that out in the United States of America. Finally, I'll be back. <laughs> I'm have you have you got any uh, have you got any insights, any little tidbits? If you you know the like the kind of hardware that's going to be there yet at all, or you uh, no. in the dark? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, I, I, no, you can go to the website to to the Augmented World Expo website. And you will see all the um, exhibitors there, so they are all there. Yes, yeah, yep. I'm hoping to see some uh, some hardware anyway, because um, that what what you were saying there as well about uh, Jerry Ellsworth and, and Tilt Five. She yeah, that, is making. I'm so looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, that that oh, is oh, great, oh. and she's she's doing the rounds at the moment as well in terms of promoting it because the 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 Kickstarter was it a Kickstarter? I think it was. Yeah, um, yeah sometimes they're, they're going out at the moment anyway, so a lot of people are getting their hands on this. Uh, right. Yeah, it sounds great. Exactly. So, yeah, that would be really, really good. By the way, thank you so much to Norman for sending over $10. And thank you so much to Repu1980, 1980, from the German community, for sending another €1.99. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Wow. I will be there. MRTV official media partner of Augmented World Expo. So, yeah. Channel's also getting exposure. And also, I believe that's going to be like a good signal for other expos that uh, expos that also want to have MRTV as the official media partner. So yeah, that might set some interesting stuff in motion. And I I can't wait to give you that coverage. Actually, I love to be on these shows and just make you feel like you are there as well, just live walking through the thing. Ah, it's fantastic. I, I remember. I remember yeah. when you did the first expos when you, you know, yeah. tried the Pimax AKX ah, the yeah. first time. Yeah, right. I actually remember that video. I think that's that one of the first good. videos I ever watched of yours. And okay, cool. Uh, very, very. Yeah, now we're here. Yeah, so amazing. Ma magic it? can happen. <laughs> yeah, too right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah very oh, it would cool. be. It would be so cool if we three also could join one of these expos together oh. one fine day. 
Like yeah, we can just I'd, walk through together and give our comment. Yeah, I, I would absolutely love to go to one of these. They, all the all of these expos are in the US. They are, <laughs> and it's right, it's yeah. very difficult. I mean, not all of them, but a, a vast majority of them, vast, I would say. Right, and right. it's difficult to get over there and and you know it costs a lot of money to to make these trips over there and and to enjoy them but i'll i'll watch all of the videos that that come out of those and i'll be watching yours sebastian of course there will because, be so um, many yeah. videos yeah it's, it's yeah. crazy it's going to be really good yeah so that is that is what i'm going to do i'm going to fly there th 31st of may and um yeah then i'll be there for a couple of days uh, during during the whole show and lots of videos lots of interviews lots of inside information uh, it is going to be great i'm sure of that yep other than that uh we just talked about that great feeling of like yeah meeting each other in person that is also going to happen here at the MRTV headquarters. As you probably know, knew before the pandemic, I had just started with a business here called the MRTV Experience, where people could come into the office here and simply try out all the VR headsets they wanted for a fee. And it's coming back. I'm bringing the MRTV Experience back. So we don't have the government um, um, rules anymore about COVID. It's... So I can do that again now. So it's going to come back in the next few weeks. And if any of you want to visit me here in Germany, we have an international airport. We have a direct uh, flight to London with Ryanair, which costs like 10 euros or what. Yeah, I would love to have you here at the MRTV headquarters. I will give you more information here on the channel, how you can join the MRTV experience. And yep. It is going to be pretty amazing, I hope. Just make sure they don't want to try a Quest 2 and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but normally normally they come to try out... The yeah, high-end stuff. The high-end stuff. The right? high, they, yeah, the proper... I, I believe they, they will want to try out the Arrow. They want to try out the 8KX. Yeah, yeah. Or something that's not on the market yet. Or the Pico Neo would the be Pico a Neo, one. The Pico yeah. Neo 3 Link or the Cambria or something that I have here and so... Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. So all the things that are that you simply cannot try out, you will be able to try it at the MRTV experience. And yeah, the price of admission even includes um, bottomless adult beverages. It's it's a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Hang on, hang on a second. I didn't know about that. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, you, you have to be here. You should you should come over. It would be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll have to sort that out sometime. We, so maybe I would, we could, I would like to. Yeah, actually, that would be quite cool, Gary. Maybe we could just fly over one weekend. And yeah, it would be great. That way. That'd be that cool. totally, yeah, we'll totally invite That should be easy that. enough to do. Maybe yeah. Yeah. That, that would be cool. Yeah, exactly. It is not complicated. As I, as I said, um, London... Um, London, Dortmund, it's, it's like one hour. It costs like 10, 15 euros. It's good. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's, that's what I did. And that is what's about to happen. Great that we catched up. And now we can talk about the, um, yeah, the topics, the topics that we want to, to talk about. And yeah, let, let's, let's, um, let me share my screen first. So here we go. This 
this is my screen and okay uh, here we are and let me start the video this is the pico neo 3 link and yeah well it la launches <laughs> launches here <laughs> in in europe on the 24th of may in a yeah limited edition and this is a headset that is very close to the quest 2 basically honestly speaking it is kind of a quest 2 copy however it does have one very neat trick up its sleeve and you saw that a bit earlier let me go there again here so here so um it comes with a display port output cable so if you want you can not only use it in standalone mode like the quest but also you can put that display port cable and you can connect it to your pc and make it a full-fledged pc vr headset without any compression and that makes the pc vr um yeah uh, the, the the image quality just better than that of the Quest 2 in link mode. So the Quest 2 is already amazing in link mode, right? It's it's tough. It's got to so much better now, but it, it, yeah, it's 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 good. It's really good. But I have seen this device with 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 their own link cable, with a DisplayPort cable, and it simply looks better. Yeah, it simply looks better because there's absolutely no compression. Also, because there is no compression, decompression, there is no latency or less latency it's it's simply it feels really really good so this is going to uh, be sent to the people who ordered on 24th of may now i did still find two problems and i, I made a video about it on my channel and the problems are that in displayport mode i could only get 72 hertz and they are advertising 90 hertz and the bigger problem is that in DisplayPort mode, somehow the scaling was off. So everything looked too small, as in like 20% smaller. Suddenly you had little hands and in Beat Saber, like the sabers were too small. So that was a bit strange. And you could uh, mitigate that problem by going into the settings and going into the um, yeah, per application settings and changing the world scale to make things bigger. Yeah, but you don't want to do this for every game and you are not exactly sure what exactly is the right um, amount that you need to increase the scale. So yeah, it, it's not a nice, it is not a nice thing to have to set this up by yourself. And honestly, if you buy that, you expect it to be perfect, right? However, I must tell you that, well, it has not even uh, launched yet, right? So they were working on it. And the 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 bits of news that i would like to share with you here today in this podcast is that actually they have connected with me and they told me sebastian we have solved both issues Brilliant so, already yeah we have solved both issues so once this launches oh i totally got it now <laughs> launches <laughs> on on the 24th when people will receive it those problems are gone Good news, right? That's good. That's fantastic. The, one, one of the things, I mean, that that's what you would expect. And I'm yeah, really, I am right, really right. tempted by this because I do like the idea. It could replace like 
I mean, potentially like a Valve Index or something like that because it's got a, the higher resolution stuff. One of the things, I don't know if it was on your yeah. video or if I read it somewhere or something like that, but there, there was something to do with the lenses being slightly different in the Pico than they are in the Quest, and that yes. might present some, like a, a smaller sweet spot or something like that. I'm not no. too sure. No, 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 it doesn't. Actually, so it's is, very clear. Is there you any you No, you're directly in the sweet spot. I didn't have this problem. So okay. the lens shape, it is it is um, rounder, you know, for the Quest 2. It's not perfectly round. Yeah. So, yes, you see, it's it's very round. It's more round. So, But that also helps you to get a bit more of FOV, um, like, um, vertically. Okay. So I don't think that is a problem at all. So, actually, it's a very nice headset. And... Now, if they have really fixed it, I couldn't have. Tr I have not tried it yet. They did not send me the latest um, firmware update or the latest software update. If they have actually fixed those two problems, wow! I can absolutely recommend this headset, since it's simply a nice mix between Quest Two. Okay, you don't get you you don't get like those games that are obviously um, exclusive for the yeah. Quest Two, but you you do have quite a good number of games for their standalone store they also have a store and you do get like a great steam vr headset with with especially with a display port um connection right and it, it's it's better than the quest 2 um quality and it's even very close to the g2 quality which is yeah. amazing but with a better with better controllers and with better um tracking yeah. So that is the interesting thing for those people who enjoyed the Quest, the the G2, but did not enjoy the controller so much. This could be a really really nice headset for 450 euros and pounds, which yeah. is a good price. The price yeah. is really good. It's, it's exactly the same yeah. price as the as the Quest. So it's it's three nine nine over here okay, for okay. the G five six. So yeah, yeah, okay, it's, it's right. I mean, yeah. to say, I mean, I, I am definitely tempted by it, especially if they get those issues resolved and that kind of stuff. Because while I use my Quest in standalone and I like, I like the Quest for standalone stuff as well, now and again, it's almost always like PC VR um, stuff. And correct me if I'm wrong, Sebastian, so you yeah. can have this as a direct um, feed through like a display port connection to, to get is, that yes. that benefit but it will also work in in a similar way to airlink as well anyway if you want that option. you can if you want exactly you can always yeah. stream it wirelessly and it works well it works like yeah. really that, well yeah because yeah, it's it's i just think it's amazing what they've done here isn't it to be really? able to compete really with that the uh, behemoth of meta yes. uh to be able to produce a headset that's actually better spec than the Quest 2, really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, they, I, they I, all I, come I, from I, China. They, also, the Quest yeah. 2, it was yeah. also made in China. It was also, yeah, planned in China. Everything comes from China. Let's be really very clear about it. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, did, I did quite yeah. like, laugh when, when I did see that display port connection just kind of plonked on top of it. Like, it, it does look a little bit like an afterthought, but I did, mm, at the yeah. same time, it's not but you can a, you can screw it actually you can even yeah. screw it into the thing it's like a super solid connection <laughs> yeah as long as it you know does what it says you know, that's, yeah, that's it, the main it, thing but it, i think the key thing sense. here as well you're going to get better frame rate uh than you are with yeah. the quest 2 because you're not going to be able to do yeah. yeah the compression and the decoding needed is a nightmare for graphics cards 
Um, right. You need exactly. a really beefy computer. And I, I really, when I first got the Quest 2, I had a 1080 Ti, and it was an absolute nightmare on that. I couldn't run it very well at all. I couldn't believe the difference when I finally jumped two generations of graphics card. But even then, um, in terms of frame rate numbers, like the Quest 2 and the G2, the G2 is so much further ahead and looks better. So this, this, yeah, I'm quite interested in this headset, actually. It, I, I, yeah. Yeah. In my in my head, it's like consolidating my headsets down. If I could, yeah, exactly. like exactly, like like not have my Valve Index, not have my Quest, and just have this, and have it do the same as close enough a job as possible as those two headsets, then that would be it a great experience. Much better than your Valve Index. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you that it's it's much better. Just the Valve Index is more comfortable. Yeah, there's there's is, a number of yeah. advantages. I think I think yeah. the one thing with the Valve Index is the resolution. I think there's a number of things with the Valve Index that gives it the advantage still, but at the same time, you've got to weigh up how much this thing costs in comparison to a Valve Index yeah, and all of these other right. things. It's it's incredible. It's I mean, really good. It's really good. Th there's the other point with this as well that it's it's bite dance, and if you've got a problem with Meta, you have a problem yeah. with bite dance potentially as well, yeah, you're right. and all all of these other things. But we, I think we're you're all right. on the same page that we're talking specifically about the hardware here right now as well. Yeah, right. But but actually, I agree with you. Oh. Like. <laughs> Oh, what are I you showing going? us here? Oh, man, I'm, I'm happy that you were wearing like trousers. Yes, I am actually. Luckily, I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> you look like you were t you were rejecting out of that. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Basically, because I'm not, I haven't got my camera up like I normally do. I've got it on some like uh, some tape, and it keeps falling off. So apologies, guys. Um, <laughs> that was yeah. Just good that you that you were wearing clothes. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Luckily, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> laughing at that, what you said, Gary. That's so funny. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, right. Yeah, so about ByteDance, the, the, the thing that I like about this particular headset here, <laughs> about the Pico Neo 3 Link, is that they don't force you for a Facebook login, obviously not, but they also don't force you for a Pico or ByteDance login yes. if you want to use the device for streaming. So the streaming software that you need to, to stream wirelessly or via the dis DisplayPort cable is already pre-installed pre and you do not need to download it somewhere. So you don't need the Pico login. So you can completely anonymously connect it to your PC and it's just a hardware, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it was before. Beautiful. That's a good, I, I yeah, that's that. a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is. And, and also, I mean, the thing is, we've been hearing about this for so long about with uh, the Quest 2 as well, about how you, you're not going to need this Facebook login anymore and this kind of yeah. stuff. They're and still yet to do it. Still, it's still here. We are in May and, 2022. Yes. And, and, and the... Boz put something on Twitter, and I can't... Uh, he put something on Twitter saying it's not as simple as, uh, as like, all these account details, it's not as simple as, as just uh, separating them when you've got all this infrastructure. And then somebody commented, I apologize, there's somebody on Twitter who, who I follow who, who said basically, well, you did it the other way around. <laughs> you could do it the other way around without any problem. Why can't you just yeah. reverse it? Yeah, you know, exactly. Exactly. So it's a weird thing. It, it feels like uh, excuses, honestly speaking. Oh, it, just it feels absolutely like, does. It feels like bad excuses. I mean, they have the best software talent on this planet Earth. Of yes. course they could reverse it. Are you kidding me? They're, they're dragging the heels. Are you kidding me? I think I think they they're dragging their heels because they want to 
get Cambria out. They want people to have some kind of extra login based on getting this Cambria. Uh, different kinds of people that are having this uh, for productivity uses and things like that. Completely different audience really for, for the quest two they, they want to get those on board and then they can reverse this if they want to but nobody a vast majority of people are still going to have their facebook login linked to their oculus login which is not going to be an oculus login they're, they're going to have to do something else with the meta or something yeah. like that who knows what they're going to do but anyway yeah i mean your point stands sebastian this is great that the violence yeah. don't don't require some exactly. kind of tiktok login or something right, like that they, they... They would suck, of course, as well. I was going to ask the, the audio solution of the Pico is that exactly the same as well? Does it sound the same? Just, or yeah, it's very similar to Quest Two. I can't work out. There must be something that they've skimped on somewhere. There must be something in there that you think, ah, hang on a minute, yeah, that the build quality there isn't quite the same. Or, no, it's it's you know, really all fine. That's incredible, isn't it? It's really it's really nice, and um, yeah. So also the other thing is. For the people who buy it now, they get this uh, 35% discount voucher for the next Pico headset, which is, yeah, probably going to uh, to come out within the next 12 months because that voucher is, how say, you can use that voucher <laughs> within 12 months. So that is also something probably very interesting. Yeah, so um, so Shoujo just said, is there a way to play PC VR games with my Pico wirelessly, like I do with my Quest? So I think I think you've confirmed that that, that that's not a problem that, at all, Sebastian. That's not a problem at all. It if, works well. Yeah. So so what's the solution? Is that uh, their their own solution, sort of like an AirLink solution? That is exactly their own solution, their own uh, streaming okay. assistant, and it's already pre-installed. You simply. Yeah, you simply um, start it on the device and you can simply um, download the app on Steam. It's called PicoLink. Okay. And and that's it. And, that's and, it. and presumably you could also use, um, I don't know if Geek Odin's going to put virtual desktop on there, but presumably you could use that as well. He is doing it right now. Oh, fantastic. It is virtual yeah. desktop will be on the Pico, which is amazing news because then we'll know, okay, this is going to work just as good as the Quest 2. And actually, I'm in touch with uh, Guy. Hello, Guy. <laughs> and I've asked him, okay, do you think that the performance of this device will be as good as the Quest 2 wirelessly using virtual desktop? And what, he's, what he told me, he said like, Sebastian, this is basically the exact same software, uh, hardware. This is the same hardware, like the Quest 2, hmm. all the same. So the answer is yes. Right, so that is something to look forward to, virtual desktop on the device. But even the software that comes with this is already very polished and works very well. So, yeah. I kind of wished it looked different, though. I mean, it looks exactly like a Quest. How do you want it to look? <laughs> I, I, I just wish it's almost like people are going to dismiss it as a sort of cheap knockoff version, yeah. even though it clearly you're isn't right, that. Right. It's not you're that, right. is it? it no, I just, I just well, feel like if it looked a little bit different, a little bit more... Even if the internals, the hardware, the you know the premise of it, the idea, the execution of it, apart from a few different things, is exactly the same. Maybe right. if it just looked its own, you know, had its own thing going on. It it has, I know, uh, like I know. A, it's a bit yeah. black um, on the front. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah. it's like they just put a black bit. I said, "Come on." I know, I know. I know what you mean. It, it does feel a bit like 
this is the kind of product which is coming out the same factory as a Quest 2. It is. It's the same product. It is, basically. There's other (laughs) stuff that we get from China, which is manufactured in the same factory in China. It's more or less the same product in China, but it's it's slightly different. And it does feel a bit like that. And, And I... The thing is, this company is huge. ByteDance is huge. And it's at the end of the day, I suppose it comes down to the fact that we've we've got some kind of competition with Meta in in, yeah. in this platform. And if they are offering something to differentiate themselves, I think that has value in itself. If it, it looks the same or not, I think the fact that it's got right. this display port is big enough to make it sort of have its mark in the VR space. Well, I agree for people like us who are in this right. VR bubble. But the general consumer will look at yeah, it and think. Yeah. I think for know. the general consumer and for the real competition to Meta, it's going to be the next headset. The Pico Neo, the Pico, who don't know how it's called, Pico yeah. Neo Next, I don't know. <laughs> that was just a guess. <laughs> so that is going to compete with the Cambria. And I think it has a good shot. Yeah, that's what I think. And. and- uh, Yep. No, no, just just on the point of Cambio, actually, with the um, uh, the the links, we we could probably get onto this, but just quickly, exactly, I know yeah. we've not got it in the in the uh, show notes, but uh, the link standard given update on the links are one as well, and I got an email. I don't know if you did, Sebastian, from your backed uh, links, so you can give them your address now. Just confirm your address, okay. and it looks like they're shipping them out on uh, hopefully to the first batch before August. Okay, um, good. Yeah. So cool. yeah, I'm, I am excited for the Links R1, and that seems to be in line with what Cambia uh, Meta are doing with with Cambia in some ways, at least. Right. I watched um, Stan's update, and I found it very amusing. Yes. <laughs> How he made it, I loved it. I really loved it. So Mo- Stan Stan Larock from Links, if you are watching this, all the best for you. We are, of course, we're still following you. And yeah, we can't wait to cover the links. Yes. We have it. Yeah, we're going to cover it. We're going to show it. We're going to... Yeah, cover it. Yeah, That's cover worth it. um that that video as well. Their latest update it's worth watching because um Stan Absolutely does give fantastic. his opinions on <laughs> uh on the Cambria as well and the latest news out of Cambria and uh, he's got some good points there. Uh, it's worth uh, it's definitely worth watching. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's that? something that that I wouldn't have seen before. If I wouldn't have watched Stan's video, I wouldn't like oh, understand yeah. some stuff, you know, like with the hands and eyes. Exactly. Yes. Very well yeah. done. Very yeah. well done, Stan. Great. So the links are one. Yep, going to going out to um, backers quite soon. Yeah, so let's talk about the Cambria, and we do have some news to catch up to. Most probably, most of the people who are watching this or listening to this are aware of this, but let's talk about it again because we did not talk about it yet. And that is about the price of the Project Cambria. We were all wrong before when we were guessing, oh, this is going to cost $600 or $700. It's going to be much more expensive. So there was a report which said that the Cambria is going to be $800. And then normally... Companies, they do not normally comment on rumors, but on this rumor, actually, Meta commented on it and they came out and said, nope, $800 is wrong. (laughs) It's going to be significantly more expensive. Ouch. Okay. 
So this is really not made for the general public. This really is made for prosumers probably, right? Gary, what are your thoughts about the price, first of all? What is significantly more expensive than $800 in your book? Um, well, immediately I would go to, say, $1,000. Um, significantly would imply even more than that. I would say $1,200, yeah. something that, like that. That's exactly what I thought, $1,200, at least, yeah. at least. And it's it's interesting because I do think, um, especially after watching Stan's video with the links, it, it's difficult because I understand the technology that's in this. So it's still got the XR2. We, we believe, based on the leaks, that it's still going to have the XR2 chip in the Cambria. But it's also got all this extra technology, we believe, as well, based on the leaks, like um, eye tracking, face tracking, these things, which can't. I understand that they're not cheap. Um and also, we need to. I, I wonder, in some ways, if Meta are falling into the trap that they've made for themselves by pricing the Quest Two so cheaply and making a expectation on the general VR consumers that this is what a VR headset should cost. And everybody is suffering. Right, every exactly. every other hardware manufacturer in the VR space is suffering based on that, I, I personally believe, because the Quest 2 is an incredible piece of hardware, incredibly cheap for what it does. And so perhaps Meta are not wanting to make such a significant loss on the Cambria and also by positioning it in a different space to the Quest 2, they have the, the leverage to make it more expensive. So yeah, I, I think 1200 would be would be probably my, my guess um, on this. And it's, I can't say that it's unjustified. I just think that it's it's um, it's difficult to accept when you're used to prices like 300, 400 dollars for the for the quest too and um, but but we'll yeah, see anyway is, that is really their own fault right because they really have made us think that 300 dollars is a normal price for something like the quest 2. yeah so steve what are your thoughts about the pricing what is significantly more expensive than 800 dollars for you is it also 1200 what do you think how expensive yeah, could I, that be I, uh, what gary said is, is raised some very interesting points i was just in you know just listening and agreeing with to that i think the only thing is i think where would we be without the quest 2 i think uh, you know we do tend to moan about it a bit but uh they, they may not even make another headset ever that cheap again maybe it was just that aggressive marketing move that they needed to do and maybe they even i think you know th there's rumors that they do lose out on everyone sold so uh but obviously you know, with being a massive media company they they can reap that sort of uh you know, lack of value in other areas, but I don't know. I think fifteen hundred pound plus, uh, I would wow. say that would, uh, that would be yeah. really expensive, though. Yeah, but in some ways, I'm I'm actually more excited about it now. It's more money because now I know really? it's going to have some interesting tech in it uh, yeah, that I'd be sure. more interested in. Um, it's what I found really strange was is the way they marketed, well, not marketed, but that that sort of uh, snippet where he was messing around with that little animal. Yeah, thing. we're going to have a look at it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I won't go to you ahead. Yeah. Um, but I just find that a bit strange considering this is focused upon business and enterprise. Yeah, pro users. To, I don't to even show think it's just in, in that environment. It just seemed a bit strange to me personally. Yeah. Um, Actually, I personally don't think it's really targeted at enterprise customers, especially if there's still that um, Facebook login, that would be impossible. But I do think it's really targeted at prosumers and also 
people who who like to who would like to use the Quest 2 in order to do something productive. You can even now use, for example, Horizon Workrooms, <coughs> and they also already have some cool mixed reality features. And with this device, you could just do more. And also, Mark said it, right, that actually they want to replace laptops with that in the future. I, just, I think if perhaps if if we just forget about the word meta for a minute and imagine this is an oculus headset and they announced that they're going to bring out a you know an oculus headset significantly higher uh you know for the prosumer how would we be feeling about that i think we'd, we'd feel somehow more excited about it i think it's almost the stigma of meta getting in the way here of what could actually be a remarkable headset but something that you know will be more money but very exciting for for those who wish to really go crazy with it I'd um yeah, I, I I do think as well. Like I agree with Sebastian on the um, on the productivity side because this device to me and and a lot of what Meta have done in the past over the past years really seems to increasingly make me think that they are trying to mimic what Apple are doing have done historically with, with with their products. If you look back to the Macintosh, which was the first Macintosh, which was released in 1984. That was not a, that was a computer which was not a gaming device. It wasn't a, a business device. They didn't want to position it to to businesses necessarily. They wanted it to be a consumer device which was aimed at designers that could use this de device separately from not necessarily for enterprise use cases, but just for designers that are working at home and wanting to use this kind of technology. And I personally believe that that is squarely how Meta are positioning this device. I don't think it will be an enterprise device. I think it will be aimed in exactly the same way as Apple. I think they are so yeah. closely following what Apple are doing. It's, it's ridiculous. You can right. you can basically just look back at what Apple, Apple have done. Yes, they, want to be Apple they, they do. It, it goes all the way down to like the packaging and stuff like this. It's just so Apple. It's unbelievable. Um, which you know, <laughs> they're the most it, valuable company great. in the world. They're doing yeah, a great job. So, yeah. I also like Apple. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never owned anything Apple in my life. Yeah, Steve, um, our life not, not is just... our life is too short not to. <laughs> no reason. Apple. That, it's not yeah, I don't was, like them. I was I was <laughs> just like you. I was just like you until very recently, and uh, yeah, some people have uh, changed my mind about it. And then I tried it, and I thought like, wow. And now the whole MRTV channel is done on a thousand dollar, thousand euro MacBook Air. It's, yeah, it's, and it's better than before. Well, I'm not an Apple fanboy. I, I used to work in, in 1998 when I was 18 years old. I used to work in a retail store, a PC retail store, where I used to sell computers. PC World, Steve. I used to work in PC World when I was 18. And uh, we got, in 1998, we got, we got these... Uh, iMacs in these more these uh, these colored iMacs yeah i can remember in. those yeah and remember. and and they were coming in uh, and people were coming in asking to try them and i was like why do you want one of these you can't upgrade it you can't do hardly anything with it and people were were buying those computers in droves and i was always trying to sway them over to the pc side <laughs> so i'm not an apple fanboy but i've got me to neither, admit actually me neither yeah so certain products i mean i've got an apple watch and i've got an, an iphone but i don't i don't use a, a mac or anything like that i don't actually use a, any other apple you products try. it's pretty amazing 
Yeah, yeah. They're just they're they're expensive. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah, try the MacBook Air. I'm I'm totally convinced by the MacBook Air M1. It's unbelievable. Yeah, really, it's really good. Wow. <laughs> They make the most desirable products in the world, really, don't they? Whenever I do see like an Apple laptop or something like my friends got, or yeah, they, they do look beautiful, beautifully finished, very, very desirable. But uh, I'm certainly not, uh, I don't really have a opinion on, on Apple at all, really. I, I would buy something if, if something came along that was interesting to me, really. But I, I don't know. I've always been an Android user, I guess, but no particular reason why. Um, I was yeah, too. I was also I was also Android and PC, but then, yeah, it also um, uh, came to my awareness that actually Apple is much more um, desirable in terms of privacy than 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 Google. So, do you think this Cambry is not going to have a Facebook login? Is that the, one of the reasons why it's going to be so damn expensive, regardless of the hardware? You know, um, uh, if it's going to be, I hope so. I, I just think yeah, people. Well, wherever you look, everyone's touting this as a enterprise-focused headset. So why yeah, why are people saying that? Is it is it just because of the price, or is it because it's of the price? The... I, I I personally think that people automatically look to the price, and then I, I think the use cases. The thing is, it's easy to get confused between productivity and enterprise. In my opinion, I think the productivity right. can still be a consumer device that people can pick up. Everyday users can still pick up and and get a lot out of. And I think there's a different there's a different uh, way of looking at it to a, an enterprise device. And like I say, I, d I just think that Meta are always going to aim squarely at consumers as we've seen in the past and, and what they are modeling themselves on in terms of Apple as well. I think so too. Um, yeah. And I think this is going to be a fantastic device, the Cambria, that us enthusiasts will probably want, like high resolution G2 kind of resolution um, panels, uh, mini LED, as in like perfect blacks, hopefully. Better IPD adjustment, uh, more comfortable than the Quest 2. Um, color pass-through for all these mixed reality amazing stuff that we right now don't even yet grasp what kind of amazing, beautiful, magical things developers will give us, right? And all the things that you can do now with the Quest 2, but better. So I, I really believe that this is going to be a fantastic headset that enthusiasts will want. Would you agree with me, Gary? Yeah, I, I want it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I definitely want to try it, but I, I don't think I'll be picking it up um, based on cost, really. Um, I because, just, I think, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Gary. Go no, go, go ahead. I've, I've, yeah, it's basically, you, I just can't You both can try it at it. the MRTV experience. Great. Yes. We'll sort it out, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> of that. I think, to be fair... That's probably the only time I'm going to try it when you get it, Seb, or if you've oh, yeah, got okay. it. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like hardware-wise, I just I need to know more about it. You know, we want to know what what are those specs. We don't quite. Well, we do have those leaks that I just mentioned, right? So yeah, uh, yeah. But I want to know solid facts. Never are mind we, leaks. Are we? Um, so is this encompassing the video as well, or are we moving on to the video in a second because yeah, we can talk. Right. You're talk right about that as well that was interesting that was very interesting i was just I, I didn't know if you had it as a separate topic sebastian but no exactly now we're going to have a look at um the video Wh which video are you referring to the one uh the one with uh zuckerberg yeah okay so i have to go the to pic pic it's there, yeah this video shows straight away that it's not an enterprise headset anymore so i suppose that that squashes that <laughs> let me find let me find the video yeah, so we did get a few videos from from Meta, 
And we also saw a video on uh, Mark Zuckerberg's um, Facebook timeline that I'm looking to looking that I'm here. It is okay. Let's have a look at this. So it's it's interesting that they pixelated the Cambria in that video. Why do you think that is? Uh, first of all, I thought it was. <laughs> Like, almost like a joke like it was it, it was yeah. so funny right uh, also <laughs> no, i mean really? we've all we've all seen the device in all it, those leaks we, it, it looks yeah, exactly it, like this but having what said they, that what are they trying to hide that they may well it would be bad it would be terrible for the marketing strategy to and you know to announce it in this little short video they're going to obviously have a massive uh you know sort of unveiling about this headset so uh, that would cause a lot more stir and everything we're going to all tune in and watch that of course so if you just showed it here it would be like a bit of a anti-climax wouldn't it but also maybe there's certain certain things that aren't quite ready yet maybe just it's silly things about the headset design or the volume switches or menus certain things that may not be quite finalized yet uh that they don't want to, to show yet i don't know but i kind okay. of at the in the end it made sense when i really thought about it but to start with i thought it was hilarious like pixelating the headset we all, we all know what it looks like especially now i mean it's yeah, pretty no, obvious. Really, everyone knows how it looks like yeah so thanks to to bradley Lynch, yes right? we, we know we know exactly how it looks like so that was a bit funny that was a bit funny um but other than that um what did you guys think about what we saw or what he's doing with with the headset do you think yeah, it was um, something new. Do you think it's impressive? Uh, what do you think about <laughs> color pass through? And yeah, Gary, um, you probably have an opinion after having watched <laughs> um, Stan's video, right? Yeah, well, even before I watched Stan's video, I was thinking this is basically what they were showing months ago. Exactly, um, yeah. Almost exactly the same kind of little experience, which um, it, it makes sense. It's weird, you know. I, I, I do wonder whether... Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is is genuinely threatened by what Lynx are doing with their headset by yeah, showing something so, so sure. similar to this. Yeah. To me, this video it, it's like a it's a weird kind of marketing strategy that they've done. It almost like it doesn't fit in with their marketing strategy. It's almost as if Mark Zuckerberg tried the camera. He was so excited by it and saying, "We've got to release a video. We've got to release something," and. Don't refuse me because you'll be fired if you refuse me. We are putting this video out no matter what. Pixelate the headset if you want. We'll pixelate it. Um, but we're putting this video out no matter what. And it's a weird, it's a weird, it's like no matter how shoddy it looks in terms of their overall marketing strategy, we're putting this video out. To me, that's what it looks like. It's like so almost nothing. There's almost nothing here. It's not that impressive what they're showing because right. we've seen it from, from links. They're not showing us the headset. The reactions, we've got Mark Zuckerberg's reactions. Who can trust his reactions from it anyway? What they it. need to do is have a video <laughs> like this where they're putting it on general public and they're, they're going, wow, this is incredible. Nobody, I, I honestly do not know what this video was. It, it, it's bizarre to me, um, but, but, you know. It, it's super bizarre also because of the pixelation again. Yes. Probably, yeah. it's, probably it's not the final version, right? Probably they... They just want to, uh, yeah, protect themselves from, I don't know, getting uh, like close-ups of it and showing some flaws which are not in the final version, right? That that would make sense, but it, it's still a bit weird, <laughs> right? Awkward. Yeah, it's like a knee-jerk reaction, isn't it? It is like a reaction, reactionary awkward. video. 
It's no. a, the, the only the only other thing I will say is the um there was this video with this interview where where Mark Zuckerberg was interviewing uh, Jesse Shell from Shell Games right, right. and that was quite interesting to to listen to as well. So I assume that that was part of the official marketing strategy, and then they wanted to release this alongside that or something like that. But to me, this is like a weird non video that will make anybody excited for it i'm i'm somebody who is very excited for this product and this didn't do anything for me because they're not showing anything that i haven't seen from links or and in fact i I tell you let me just let me just stress again watch this the links video by stan because he highlights some flaws in this which are very interesting to watch um yeah, we and can we can also see point them out again. Yeah, please. Like I haven't seen it. that video. What, what are the things that he noticed? Okay, so <laughs> first of all, okay, so this is seems to be now the pass through, right? So look, this looks good. Color pass through looks amazing. If that's uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Through the lens or no, probably isn't. No, no, not through no, the lens. no, yeah. it's recorded. And yeah, so first of all, yeah, we had some very similar demo with a little, I don't know, what is it, animal from Lynx. Really very <laughs> super similar. And what we see here. Yeah. What did we learn here? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we, we saw something with, with with the hands, right, with the finger tracking. It, yeah, so perfe- it was not perfectly um, um, overlaid. Yeah, so so you uh, get like a, a silhouette where yeah, right. they they move. Mark Zuckerberg moves his hands quite quickly over this, and you get a silhouette of where the hand, where the the headset recognizes the hand as being, and then you yeah. also get the pass through of where the hand actually is. And there's oh, yeah, a, they, they a don't significant perfectly overlap. Yes, they don't perfectly overlap. And and Stan was saying that because they have the ultra leap hand tracking integrated in the Lynx R1, that 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 will be much lower latency than what is being shown here. And he was surprised that they were showing uh, that in this video. The, the, yeah. Just quickly, uh, before I pass it over to somebody, this video, this part here that you were showing, this is actually old footage. Uh, and oh, really? uh, yeah, so, so this is what they shown by in November last year or something like that, where they were showing in that Facebook uh, presentation that they shown last year, they had, they were talking about this far flung future where we will all be wearing these AR glasses and these kinds of things. And then they were showing this footage alongside. And they also shown the thing just slightly after this, where there is a instructor, an exercise instructor as well, which is semi-transparent. Exactly. And, and, so to me, this video, that even backs up the fact that this video was a last minute sort of rushed thing because they were just incorporating this old footage, which was not intended for this particular product. It's intended for That's future strange. products, um, yeah. which which is odd. But yeah, you speak about this point, Sebastian, because this yeah. is interesting with it. Yeah, here right now, um, yes. the hand yeah. is perfect, right? Perfect. You don't see any kind of problems with it and here i think um stan said okay th- this is simply doctored <laughs> this is not real yeah. this this part here where you see the 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 hands perfectly yeah anyways and here we see this kind of instructor and uh, what yeah uh, uh, let's go back what what stan thought was interesting here is that meta chose to make the instructor look um, transparent, even they they do, they wouldn't need to have. Oh, let's go back. They wouldn't need to have the instructor 
look somehow transparent, right? Yeah. So yeah, Lynx was uh, Stan was saying that that basically, if they were if this video was designed for to show pass through AR, there wouldn't need to be transparent. They were perhaps just this was a, a an artistic call, but this is actually right. footage that was trying to show AR glasses in the future, how it would appear, which is yeah. probably close to how it would appear. But um, yeah, so they're just recycling old footage within this, which, you know, it's fine. I don't, I, I've not got a big problem with that. It's just a, it, it's a weird thing to do with this headset. Um, Agreed. I never would have noticed that if you wouldn't have uh, picked that up. And I think the point is, in fact, Lars mentioned this, like if you're, just you, all you've had is a quest two and you see this and you see this amazing pass through and, and you know, color pass through and this amazing little creature and he's doing all these things with his hands like and you have no idea what the links is or what it means would you look at that in a different perspective and go whoa my mind is blown would, would you feel differently about it because i know obviously you've tried the links and you're aware of it again it's that vr bubble that we're in as a sort of casual vr consumer which obviously this isn't even aimed at which makes it even weirder i suppose because you know, it's not like this is going to be available to most people anyway. Would 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 other people be mind blown by that? I don't know. I just I've seen I it from I, a completely I different think, angle. I think the normal gamers that now enjoy the Quest Two, they will look at it and think like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to buy it <laughs> for four thousand. I don't know, two hundred dollars or euros. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it. But of course, it's great, and I'm I'm super. I'm looking forward to the device. I think. What the developers will do with that technology is going to blow our minds. We don't even know yet what they can do and how amazing it's going to be to to play with our environment and to have stuff come out of, I don't know, the walls and, and, and use it in your games and all these kind of things that they've shown there. So it is going to be amazing, but it is also just not so much better than what we have actually tried already, Gary and me, with the links. Right? It's, it's really yeah. not so yeah, much better. Right. It looks no. the same, basically. It does look yeah, the same. exactly. Um, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. I'm really sure. I'm absolutely yeah. sure it's going to be fantastic, though. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a massive sort of... I'm not really that excited about AR, and that's only because I haven't experienced it. Uh, but having I said that, I, love it. I do love the idea of sort of having a sort of AR window. So I was able, if I'm able to kind of pick, pinpoint mm -hmm. it to my keyboard or my real hardware so i'm able to see my yoke or yeah. uh, you know uh, controls and then obviously with flight sims and obviously i'm coming from that angle you've got so many key binding things to be able to do that without being awkwardly kind of looking under the headset and mm. having that in full quality sort of in a window down here somewhere like yeah. what vario is doing really do... vario doing yeah. that with their xr technology but the cambria would actually if it's going to do all that then it actually might be quite a good bargain. <laughs> um, yeah. What else is on the market? Although I haven't said that the links could completely uh, change that again. So <laughs> I don't know really. Yeah. It's, uh, one of the things, because I, I, I'm on Twitter and I follow a lot of AR, VR people on Twitter as well. And one of the things that's interesting to me is because I'm actually behind uh, what, what Mark Zuckerberg is going for here. I like the idea of eventually getting to AR glasses and having that replace every display. Every display will then be redundant. I'm totally and, on your side. And, and I love that idea. And I follow all these people on Twitter that are sort of experts in all these different areas in terms of VR and AR. And they all have opinions on this. And 
they all have conflicting opinions and contradictory opinions on AR and the future and, and the direction it's going in. I I just want to say that I I am I like the idea of AR and in terms not necessarily in gaming even just in terms of a daily life to replace my mobile phone to replace a tablet to replace a monitor on my PC and these kinds of things I am fully on board with it being used for those kinds of applications and at the moment pass through is is the way that it's going eventually hopefully we can get to to glasses so I do like what Mark Zuckerberg's I, I do like Mark Zuckerberg's passion for this because it's clear to see that he yeah. wants that to happen. So I, I really do like that. And and when I see some people that are far more intelligent than me, far more invested in the industry than me on Twitter argue against that kind of future or or right. argue with other people that are, that are equally as intelligent that against that kind of future, it's sort of frustrating. I, I want I, I want that to happen eventually. It is going to happen eventually, I think, and especially with like replacing all the monitors. Yes, it is. We're so close to it, and these headset headsets like the Lynx and the Cambria, they will help. They will make the first step. And also, Norman, again, thank you for um, supporting the channel. To be honest, I would purchase the Cambria as an IT manager, lose my two 27-inch monitors. You see exactly. Yes. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. If I can connect to my server, virtual desktop, and work apps, yeah, it's I funny because that is Mark, what this headset is for. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, Mark did comment, didn't he? Uh, I can't remember. I, I have read it somewhere because I've, I've literally haven't read anything about this, but I did read one thing and I remember it that he mentioned that he wants he he, he can see a future within the next uh, sort of decade of uh, sort of you know business users doing away with their usual desktops and God knows what, and using VR or AR as their primary device at work. Uh, that's, that's, yeah. I find that a little bit optimistic. I find that, I mean, like, really? That's like eight, nine years away, is it? Yeah, yeah eight years yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I totally believe it. I, I totally believe it. What, I, really? I, I don't know. About I, 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 I would MRTV say... will be the biggest YouTube uh, channel at the time. Again, I love the passion <laughs> he's got, but that, that's, incre yeah. that's an incredible statement, that is. And, uh, it is I, an incredible statement, yeah. I, I do agree. think as well, one of the biggest issues, uh, you know, <laughs> of mass adoption of VR and AR is comfort. Uh, are yeah. we going to be able to get to that uh, level within eight years of just, you know, glasses? Because that's what we would need, wouldn't we? We need to get to that level because no one's going to be think, sat yes. at office even with the Cambria, it still looks big, too big to me. I mean, it's still a massive headset. You're not going to have that on all day at work. But it's already you? it's already much better than the Quest Two. So now, if I watch some videos of we people, that yet, people using that. the Quest Two, I think I already think now that looks ridiculous. Like for example, so they did, um, yeah, they did. Let me show you that. Let's let's have a look at the video. They. They um, they showed us a video about the the presence platform, right? About Project Cambria, and in that video that I'm going to play now, we see also people using Quest Twos, and I, I simply think it already starts to look a bit funny, seeing those people wearing the Quest Two for work. I don't know. Probably <laughs> you don't think it's funny. Because yeah. we're, we're all using it right now, but I, th I think it looks funny. Because I'm already. using it for mini goals, so it just doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I, I really think it's it's like we are in the stone age of this technology. Yeah. And in, in like we, talk, we talked about eight or nine years, when in eight or nine years, 
we're going to look at this video. We're going to think Lach. like, oh my <laughs> frigging God, what were those people wearing? Look at this. Yeah. It, looks, it looks ridiculous now already. Let's face it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> right? You should see with a Pimax on my head then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, is, that is really funny. That's a good that's point. Good. That, that, that does look point. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It does look You don't realize, does, do you? If you ever do a yeah. video, I could get, like I did my first Pimax video, I was flying with the Pimax on, obviously. <laughs> Look the at that lady. She's so happy wearing <laughs> that Quest 2. We're going to laugh our asses off looking at that video. Oh my God. Look at what she's doing. Oh, she's, she's like opening something. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, as well, like when they show this, this kind of pass through, it's not even as good as this, is it? When you, when you look through the headset, like that black and white pasta. It is. Yeah, you're, you're right. It is not. And maybe the camera is not going to be look, look as good as that either. Though. Well, it probably won't. But uh, you know, one, one of the things, like the the links, I'm I'm sort of trying to compare the links in some ways with with what uh, Meta are doing with the Cambria, and I do think like one of the main points that at the moment as much as i didn't mind the resolution when we tried it sebastian yes. i do think that that's one of the main things that is uh, at the back of my head just a little bit apprehensive about in terms of how the links will compare to the cambria but i don't know uh if we've got the leaks on the resolution of the cambria yes 2160 by 2160 pixels yeah. per eye which is, is like it? the g2 resolution yeah which is better than what we looked at gary so I'm yes it is Sure yeah. that in terms of visuals, this will look better. Isn't yeah, that... the, the links is the same resolution, is it? I thought it was sixteen hundred by sixteen hundred. Oh, is it? Oh, crap! Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Then. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's a, a little bit disappointing. That's the only thing at the back of my head that thinks that. Uh, that's the only thing holding the links back a little bit. I think. Right. Um, right. Is that Fresnel-based lenses, Seb, or is that pancake lenses, or obviously not spherical this, lenses? The, the Cambria but... is pancake, and the okay, that's the cool. links. <laughs> Gary, mm -hmm. do you still remember the name? Uh, oh yes, the, oh yes, I remember. Oh, you those, yeah. <laughs> those four, four. You've got it. You've got one, haven't you? I somewhere. have one, yeah, but not here now, yeah. But uh, it's a funny name, and it's Quad, a totally quadratic, catadioptic, yeah, fourfold <laughs> prism lens or something exactly, like that. Yeah. I think that after a few of these, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but now um, the part that we're looking at here right now, this part I really liked it. So. In this part now, they they are looking at their real reality, and oh, then they are simply like putting the virtual um, stuff onto their real uh, walls, and I think it looks cool. Yeah, that that the way they're this, painting this it is, on. That's exactly, amazing. it it looks really cool. But that's typical right? of Meta in their software engineering, isn't it? They're always that one step ahead in terms of how seamless they can do all this stuff. Yeah, this is going to be uh, magic. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a magical experience. So I must tell you, I'm very much looking forward to have the Cambria. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I, I really want to. I, I really want it. Yes. Oh, I do. <laughs> you oh, too, oh. right? Yeah, yeah I do. I, I really oh, want damn. it. But I can't. Go. We I, are enthusiasts. We are enthusiasts. Let's, let, let's face it. Yes, yeah. That's the thing. It's difficult to... Um, I think we're getting to the point now, though. We, we're close to the point. Like, even with the Quest 2, where you can put it on somebody who's not even an enthusiast or, or a technology expert or a uh, technology enthusiast. I mean, not an expert. I'm not an expert. I'm just an enthusiast. <laughs> um, but but you can put it on somebody's head, like a member of my family, and they are instantly impressed. And I think yeah. we're getting to the point now where with the Cambria, where you could put that on somebody's head and it would blow them away even more because it's got this pass-through. They can see it in the context of 
I could use this in real life. The Quest 2 has got its use cases and it's great for gaming and that kind of stuff. But I could put the Cambria or the links potentially on somebody's head and they could say, you know, this this has use cases in my life now where I'm not a gamer, I don't want to play games, but I do want this huge cinema screen in front of me where I've still got awareness of my surroundings as well. And it's very exciting technology, both of these, honestly. It looks... Yeah, really. When, the way he put it on, it, you could almost sense how light the thing was as well. Do, do you know what I mean? The way he kind yeah. of just, like, he, he's just had it on his hand and kind of almost, you could almost flip it onto your head with one hand almost. Uh, yeah. That's what it looked like anyway on the video. Just the way. And it's interesting. It's interesting because a lot of the head straps that you'll find will have like a, a strap that goes along the top of the head. This doesn't, the Lynx doesn't, because presumably they're both light enough that they don't even require right. that, that that head strap along the top. So that's interesting that they've just got this, this grip at the back and that's good enough and it's comfortable enough. You've got you've got head straps which which do that as well, but perhaps they're they're not quite as comfortable um with Quest 2 or something like that, which uh hopefully this this will be lighter. Do you think, think because of yeah, the pancake be... the pancake design, whether the field of view might suffer because of it? Uh, well, we've we've heard break. from the leaks that it's very similar to Quest Two, so not very exciting, honestly speaking. Yeah, but that's quite good though for Pancake at this stage. If if, yeah. if you imagine like you're going to get a much wider sweet spot, it's going to be yeah. beautiful in there. It's, it's probably going to look great. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's interesting because th this has Pancake lenses, but it's got like the larger displays. So it's got the mini. Is it what? What's it got? The mini LED. Mini LED. Mini LED. Mini LED. Yeah. So, so, so a lot. Um, like with the Apara, I think that's got the micro um, yeah, OLED. Micro. So yeah, they're that's beautiful. Uh, the, the, the actual yeah. yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so 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 pairing pancake lenses with a mini LED would would probably allow it to to get over that 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 field of view issue for now. I would imagine, but it's a good point. Um, but of course, then it's not going to have uh, great blacks, is it? Then well, it's going to no, have it's going to have perfect blacks. If it if it has mini LED, if they really use the dimming zones, like the um, Vario the, Aero, it also has the mini LED, but they're not using the dimming zones yet, where they could like um, choose the backlights which are on and off to make it really dark. So just think if 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 Vario hasn't done it yet, and why hasn't hasn't Vario done that? I, I don't know. Ask them. We need to ask them that. Yeah, again, we need actually. to ask them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, why would Cambria do it? I don't know. It'd be great if they did. But, yeah, uh, I think they can do it. Uh, Meta can do it. Meta I don't even. know. I have a good feeling about it. Yeah, but the question also is, so how well do you think will the Cambria sell, really? So, yeah, we understand. We enthusiasts, we, we are prosumers, obviously, right? The members of this podcast and the people who are watching it. But we are only like a very small percentage of the people out there who are interested in, in VR. So do you think that this is going to be a hit financially for Meta? What do you think, Steve? I I know enough people actually, even on my Discord, that are really excited about this. It's yeah, a sort of almost but, like a Vario Aero killer. In yeah, terms okay, of... but we are we are enthusiasts. No, we shouldn't think about <laughs> like the MRTV crowd or the, yeah, but the that, flight sim that, crowd. That's the only people who are going to buy this. The, 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 yeah, the, the normal consumers are not going to buy this at all. Okay, yeah, and it's not for them anyway. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's it's not going to be for them anyway. To be honest, um, yeah. I think most people will be quite happy with the Quest for a bit longer yet. 
Hmm. Okay. What do you I think, think um, Gary? I, I think um, this is if if it's as expensive as we expect it to be, then they are probably looking at this to be like a. <laughs> I hate to go back to Apple again, but like the Mac Pro. The Mac Pro is ridiculously expensive and it costs huge, you know, it's not aimed at the standard consumer. It's aimed at the enthusiasts and the people that want that kind of computer. And I think that this will be aimed in that context, that this will be for enthusiasts. And I don't think it will sell that well. I honestly don't think it will sell that well, but I think they're expecting it to not sell huge numbers anyway. Um, and in fact, it probably does them a favor because of the supply chain issues and stuff like that at the moment. So um, I, th right. I think it, it, it will, it will sell to a certain number of people, but it, it's, it, it won't, it, I, don't, I don't think it will sell huge numbers, no huge volumes. No. So um, what I'm wondering, project Cambria is just, um, how do you call this kind of names that are not real? Um, it's a placeholder name. It's not the real name. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a uh, like a yeah a code code yeah, pseudonym. Code, code name. Pseudonym, yeah, yeah, pseudonym yeah. thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, do you think this will be called Quest Two Pro, or do you think this might have a complete different name to 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 make people understand? Okay, this is not for gaming. This is a whole different kind of kind of product here uh, what do you think um what are your thoughts gary i think um it will be uh completely different it won't have quest i personally don't think it will have quest in the name however the weird thing is that's happened on the oculus or the meta website this past few days is that they've they've renamed the oculus rift s to the quest rift s they've renamed what yeah, the, the, <laughs> no kidding. the original, yeah, yeah it's really that weird. I do so, not understand what they've done. That is so weird and awkward. Yeah, <sighs> the, the, the Quest, so they've got the Quest Rift, the Quest Rift S, they've got the Quest Go. Uh, that hurts my brain. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense in terms of their naming convention. <laughs> they're, they're, they've got rid of Oculus, but they've they've added on this thing, which is a specific product line, which is the Quest. Mm. So anyway... The the point is that they've said that in the past that the Cambria will be a separate product line to the to the Quest product line, um, but it will be compatible with the uh, Quest Two, with everything. So that would it make me think that it's going to have a completely different name. It won't have Quest in there. It will have something Meta something. I, I would imagine, but who knows with what they're doing on their website? I don't know what's going on, honestly. <laughs> What do you think, uh, Steve? Um, would uh, it make sense to not call it Quest, but give it a complete new name? Absolutely, yeah. I, I Really, I just agree with what Gary said. I, I don't really have anything else to add, I suppose, really, because yeah. it makes sense. It's it a completely makes so much new, sense. Yeah, I also new agree target. with what Gary yeah. said. <laughs> it's a new target <laughs> audience, um, yeah. and it's enthusiast market. I am very intrigued by it. Um, I don't need it, but I do want it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so... I, I I also like super totally agree with Gary. It wouldn't make sense to give this a Quest name if it was if it's so expensive, because with Quest they've really worked. Uh, they've done great work to to market the Quest name as some something like that is affordable and for gamers, right? But if now something comes like this and it's a Quest Two Pro and it's so expensive, 
somehow the brand would be hurt, in my opinion. Mm. This kind of cheap, affordable gaming, which is still high quality. That's what, what Quest stands for right now. But if this $1,300 device or how expensive it's going to be is also being going to be called Quest, I don't know. I, I also agree. I think it, should, it would be better if it got a totally new name, Meta Pro or whatever. That would make the most sense, in my opinion. Who knows? Yeah, we, I think. Yeah. I think um, you see, meta. You having the word meta in there is. I, I think in some ways it makes sense, but it, it's weird because you can't really predict what they're going to do based on their past naming conventions, and uh, so I, I don't know what we can really predict with this. On <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. And and that, that thing I about love Quest this year. would be funny if it was called Rift Two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's evil. Sign the I love this comment. The comment of the day. Fantastic. The whole VR community would just commit suicide. I think. Oh my god. <laughs> Imagine that, but I, I still think I'm going back to sort of how I felt the, the, the first time round. If I think Meta, that the name Meta, the company has a bit of a stigma within the hardcore VR community. If we just thought of this as an Oculus brand new headset that's coming out um, and it's going to be high end, then I'd feel a lot more excited about it. So I kind of want to feel excited about it and see where what happens with it, really. Because you, you know. know it's so sad. Oh, I tell you what, they, them getting rid of Oculus is, it is. It's it's sad on so many different levels because it's... you just think that's resigned to history now. Yeah. And you just yeah. think, what, so sad. what were they doing? I do not understand. They could still have incorporated that name in there. And it seems to me that it was purely out of spite that yeah. they did not want any remnant of Palmer Lucky in there that whatsoever. It's so ridiculous. Exactly. There was really the one thing that, for me, it was like the great thing about it still. It's yeah. still Oculus. You know, I really didn't enjoy, you know, I didn't enjoy the forced Facebook shit and all this stuff, right? But they, they totally got rid of it. Yeah, spite. Exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's such a great brand, especially for gaming, right? Yeah. They could have kept it just for the gaming yes. and uh, let the Quest, the gaming headsets be called Oculus. And let the the prosumer we do something like a laptop. Let it be called Meta. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Why am I not the CEO of a company <laughs> like this? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Very exciting. Uh, we had a great talk, and we already nearly talked for two hours. I think it is time to get to the end of the show. I know that Steve has to get up really early tomorrow. I do actually, yeah. I've yeah, got right. to get so, mega early on a Sunday, which is rubbish. Oh no, that is very bad. That is <laughs> yeah. not nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a really nice show, and I and we all hope that you out out there enjoyed it too. The Next Dimension podcast is back. If you enjoyed it, give it a thumbs up right now. And do leave us a comment as well. That really helps the algorithm because the YouTube algorithm doesn't like these long shows. So do yeah, do leave a comment and do let us know what you think about this show in general. Also, if you have not yet given us a five-star review, if you love the show on iTunes, do get your iPad or your iPhone out if you have one. Um, open the podcast app and find the Next Dimension podcast and do give us that five-star review. That is everything that we got for this week. We hope you enjoyed it and see you next week. Until then, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Bye.